Hello friends, good morning, God bless you all. You are most welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is Festus Flourish Osemwahu. And today is the 30th day of the month, April 2021. You are all welcome. I want to begin by giving God glory for making it possible for us to see the very last day of the month of April. The year is gradually just running down. I want to thank God that we are still alive. You know what? The Lord that started this great year with us, He would bring us to a very good end. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. All right, today's Friday, and um, we're just going to have the, a, a question. Of course, remember, we're still within our question and answer series. Uh, time and so we're just going to have a question today and uh, by weekend we're going to split it again we'll take a topic for the singles and of course a sexual topic for the couples and hopefully on monday i'm going to be introducing a new topic all right please watch out for a new topic by monday i don't want to let the card out of the bag but there is something i'm going to be talking about on monday that is really really going to be very interesting but let me just quickly also announce that uh, today later tonight precisely about uh, 9 p.m gmt local time i'm going to be having leading us in the place of prayer i'm going to be having a regular end of the month prayer summit okay those of you that have attended it you know it's always very very wonderful such a time to prophetically enter into the new month i will been through training recently and uh, one of the high point that we're really going to be you know getting out of today's prayer session is the ability to decree all right so we're just really going to be making decrees into the new month please invite your friends let's get everybody on board this is a special program that holds every last day of the month by 9 p.m please mark it down in your calendar or somewhere just so that you keep um, being reminded about this. All right, today we're going to be looking at my recoverable axe head. All right, you will like that. There is something great that is going to be coming out of this. God bless you. Okay, let's let just quickly handle the topic we have today, rather a question that um, we have to share today. God bless you. All right. I'm sure this is coming from a female. All right, so and just a miss up we have other questions but we'll just skip that for another time but let, I, I just want to uh, tackle this question because of uh, the dynamics all right behind this particular question all right apostle i want to thank you for this great exposition on the topic the wicked names of adultery on marriage in fact you open up my eyes to see that adultery is actually a concept of the mind i've read about that place in the bible where jesus said if you lost after a woman you have committed adultery in your heart but i've never really understood it this way just like the way you explain it during the course of the teaching and i began to relate it with the fact that watching pornography is actually also very wrong because it, st- it stimulates the mind and it makes you to, you know, have um, a lo- uh, lost, you lost after these people in your spirit. 
I told my husband about it who refused to listen to your audio. But I told him about it that what we are doing is wrong because he has always forced me to watch pornography with him. Initially, I wasn't comfortable with it. But after a while, I got into it because he told me it's a way of stimulating ourselves just so that we can learn about uh, variations and uh, innovations to our sexuality. I, I wasn't too sure about this, but I yielded somehow. But after listening to your message, I told him I can't continue. Now, this led me to make a decision that I won't watch pornography with him. And of course, a counter decision from my husband that he will not also have sex with me. Apostle, for the past three weeks, my husband has not touched me. He has not come close to me. He has not made any attempt to have sex with me. He's still standing on watching pornography with him or no sex. Initially, I got confused. But when I listened to yesterday's podcast about the spiritual dimension that can follow men that do often go after adultery, I felt I should cry out because this could also be a spiritual dimension. All right, this question is a little bit long. All right, let's just be patient. I just want to roll it down so that we really know where this woman is coming from. After yesterday's podcast, I made up my mind that I was going to send this message. And thank God I was able to do this. Apostle, I do not want to watch pornography with my husband again. He is still standing on his position that he will not make have sex with me. Now, he even threatened me yesterday morning that if I don't have sex with him, whatever happens to our marriage, he should not be blamed. Apostle, please cancel me. What should I do? I know pornography is a sin, but my husband is trying to take this too far. What should I do? Wow. God bless you, ma'am, for asking this question. I actually saw this question came in yesterday, and I have some couple of other questions that have been on ground. But because of the nature of this question, I had to pick this, ma'am, just to attend to this question. And uh, I want to appreciate you for asking this question and not wanting to yield to what has been a saying now that you know that this is wrong and this has been sinful. Kudos to you. Glory be to God. Thank you for listening to my counsel and my teachings. All right. Now, on this subject matter, friend, this is actually one of the major issues why I took that topic in the first instance. Because I know a lot of men have a way of always covering up their tracks. Even when they are wrong, they will justify it. I mean, lately, they seem to always have scriptures now that they can always use to justify themselves. If they are not saying, what about that pastor? Even pastors say they are doing it. They will either be saying, oh, it was an Old Testament thing or New Testament. You know, there's a way they always use scripture to justify these things. And that was why I actually took that topic. Pornography, as it were, has become a major issue. Presently, this day, I mean, it's not even about couples. Even with singles as well. Thank God I'm also using this forum to speak to our single ladies and guys these days. Because that's where they pick it up from. 
is becoming a major virus affecting marriages and really killing most of our marital relationship and a lot of persons don't know the danger that this portends against their marriage oh you think it's just about watching a naked woman a naked man having sex live or via whatever platform online it's much more than that friends there are demons propelling these things and so when the these powers through this viewership enter into marriages and the heart of people it have a way of just really getting down into their heart eating them up and then making them addicted to it I don't want to go back to that teaching again where I try to explain what adultery is really all about. I mean, as, as, as in from the very seed form of adultery. Adultery itself is not just in the physical art. It begins from the very seed form, that thoughtfulness, that lustfulness that you know you place your eyes on that woman on that man and of course in most time you know men are always moved by what they see and then you put you 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 bring out your eyes like police touchlights like i will always say you know on the woman's breast on her buttocks so that the x-ray in your eyes as a man is capable of practically removing the dresses from her body and then you begin to imagine you see when jesus said that it's not just about the adultery, it's about the fact that when you lost after a woman, you say, you have already committed that sin of adultery in your heart. Because another scripture says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. Out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaketh. So there is something about the inside of you that comes out in the form of the way you speak, in the form of the way you act, in the form of the way you behave. This thing comes out from the inside. And somehow, with that thought of lustfulness, one day it's going to get into the react. Some persons will argue it's not just to think about it, all right? Mistakenly, it could come into the heart as a thought. But once you sustain it, it grows, all right? Whatever you give strong thoughts to and then sustain it in your heart, it grows. And one day it will manifest itself, it will play out itself. So I don't want to go into all of these teachings. Those of you who are having access to this podcast for the first time, you can actually refer to uh, these teachings when I did them. Um, check our podcast channel. You're going to have access to all of this. And I explained all of this. And thank God that this was what this sister heard. And then she realized that, look, this is wrong. Because I, 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 I have always known when men who have become so um, addicted to these things and perhaps they've stepped away from the presence of God, they no longer go to church, nobody talks to them anymore, and they've been doing these things in secret place, they, they always look for a way to make their wives now begin to feel guilty for not doing um, what they are doing. All right, e.g., like this issue of pornography, they will tell you uh, it's not pastor that will say innovative sex. Eh? How can there be innovation if you don't learn from these porn stars? Now, the question is, how did you learn sex in the first instance? When you got married, how did you learn sex? I remember those days, the group of my guys, you know, when we were growing up very, very young. Um, I stayed away because from time I've always stayed away from sexual immorality and um, I had the opportunity to have done that but I stood out you know just like Janet did I proposed in my heart that I wasn't going to defy myself with the portion of the Kingsmith and of course I gave my life to Christ 
12 years going to 13 years. I remember those boys, those used to tell me, ah, you are not doing this. When it's time for you to get married, how are you going to know how to do it? So you have to start learning it now. But friend, I just recall, eventually when it was time to get married, or when you got married, who taught you how to have sex? Nobody. It's, it's a natural instinct. It's something that just comes. So if you're also going to be talking about innovative sex, it's a natural thing. It's out of, you know, getting yourself involved with your spouse over and over again, talking about sexual freedom, sexual communication. You can talk with yourselves. And before you know what's going on, you begin to innovate or you have innovations into what you're doing. You don't have to watch these porn stars who have practically sold their heart and their souls to demons and to devils. And the resultant effect, actually, the consequences it has on your marriage is it's going to make those persons who are watching it to become addicted to it. It's going to become a major competitor against your passion, your marital passion, and your passion for yourself. I think basically that's what is happening now. Okay, this woman came out and said, look, this is a sin, this is wrong. Let me come out of it. And now the man is standing his ground. It means that the man doesn't really have value for the sex between himself and the wife as much as he has for these other demonic porn stars. So it's like he uses these porn stars to, to um, let me use the word, ginger up himself, all right? to boost up himself into now doing something with the wife. So that means whatsoever they have is just artificial. It's not real. It's not real. And so he would need external influence to be able to stimulate himself towards his wife. And of course, one of the things that possibly happen is the fact that when the wife is not there, he can also engage in it and then of course masturbation will follow and that's the reason why he can no, just imagine what has happened for the past three weeks the man who used to be sexually fired up now he has not made love to the wife he has not even made any approach okay now what where has he been getting that sexual pleasure from if not that number one possibly he has gone into masturbation all right i mean he's doing like a big boy now you know i don't care i can just do my stuff and he's getting involved into masturbation and look at what he's doing he's already threatening the woman trying to find an excuse again a justifiable ground to get himself involved in adultery and he's saying whatever happened you should not blame him that means he's already saying look i know where i'm heading towards i'm going to look for these women outside these have actually always been the issue and a lot of marriages are going through this but my sister let me advise you because this is a question you are asking what can you do number one i want you to understand that both of you went into the den of demons maybe use that word practically and some those of you that are also watching this pornography i want you to know that when you watch pornography you are actually in the den of demons and um thank god the message that i preach hits you and delivered you I wouldn't know if you've done any former prayers maybe repentance and all that i want you to do that because you really need to do that and then deliver yourself from this den of demons but as it is your husband is still there he's still locked up there he's locked up into his ego his ego his um his sexual desires and all that and it's your husband all right you can't just leave him that way the first thing you need to do is to pray for him as it is, 
physical counsel to him from you might not work because he doesn't want to believe in what you're saying after all you used to watch these things with him and i can imagine this woman didn't even give so much story. i can imagine if he gets to know that it was a message you know i preach that you listened to i say oh you know the way they always castigate me that man of god said he's not even saying sense he's just you know because when you see a man that is saying the truth you will castigate him the one that is not saying the truth you have a way of just you know <laughs> but i'm okay i'm okay i can't uh, compromise in any way for saying the truth i have to stand my ground i don't care what anybody thinks or feels about it so it could be really difficult for you to now try to attack him i mean even in a very gentle way let's talk he won't listen to it because he already has a biased mind but you can start this up in the place of prayer i don't know if you have prayed for him if you have on your because both of you are one flesh and one spirit in the marriage all right, he might not be forthcoming, he might not be willing to come out to be delivered. But you can pray for his deliverance. You can pray that the Lord will touch his heart. There is nothing prayers can do, especially when you do it strategically and you're very consistent with it. Maybe every night, all right? Every night, you just wake up in the middle of the night because such prayers are really, really very effective. Especially when you time such prayers. Maybe every 12, every 1, every 2, 3 a.m. Just time it every night. I'm beginning to pray for him. Lord, thank you for delivering me from this. I also want you to deliver my husband. Go minister to him about the evil concerning this pornography. You can sustain that prayer. Say, oh, friends, I know that somehow God can attend to him. God can win his soul back. God can touch his soul. And one day, he will even be the one that will say, he could even be the one that will now try to make that attempt to come close to you. I'm like, oh, what has happened? I mean, you left me up for a couple of days. And then the next thing you will hear is, oh, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. I didn't know that this was wrong. God can work that way. But if you don't have that immediate result, even while you are praying, you should, don't hate him. You don't need to hate him, okay? You know, he's just doing what he's doing ignorantly. You don't need to hate him. You just try and see if you can just study his mood and look for a way to get to just speak to him, all right? Yeah, speak to him after you have done your prayers for some time, okay? Just speak to him in love, you know, just get a scripture or something that even about this issue of um, if you lost after a woman and all that, just get something that can just make him understand that, look, as children of God, we are not supposed to be doing this. But hey, this is not a big deal. I know if women that don't follow counsel, this can really become a big deal. And then they will start fighting. And then, of course, the fear of the unknown. Oh, what if he actually goes out now eh, to go and carry another woman? Why, why will it will not be better? Why don't I just yield and allow this thing to continue? God will understand. No. You compromise on that. God, you, you can attract divine wrath against you and your marriage. You, God has already given you light, all right? So you pray, see how you can counsel him, and then possibly... If you can have access to an external counselor, they can also come in. You can also even throw it to him like a suggestion. Okay, now you, you feel you are right. I agree with you. I'm not I'm not in any contention with you. Okay, why don't we have an independent you know umpire to this? All right, you know, somebody that will look at this independently. Yeah, you might not be comfortable with a pastor, all right. But if we have a marriage counselor or somebody, let us throw this up somebody that will respect that we know understand spiritual matters let's throw this up 
as okay let's look at this thing called adultery from this thoughtful dimension and let's see what the person will say and whatever the person said then both of us can review together that can be a way to also enter into it but don't make that mistake don't go and uh, bring in his friend though you know some of those his friends you know men they have a way of just having their clique what this one is doing, this one will also want to do it. So if you're not sure of the spiritual um, growth or nature of the friend, don't go and bring a friend. So it will not make matters worse. I say, hey, I also do it in my house. All these pastors said, they, they do it. And don't let them deceive me. So if you have that kind of friend, it means you're going to be adding trouble to it all. But look out for somebody, maybe in the church, somebody you respect so much, you now that understand spiritual matter, you can just bring in the person. It's not about the oh, third party. It has gotten to a point now where you need to act and possibly you're looking for someone that can speak into it. But don't be alarmed. What you have done is the right thing. You have taken your hands away from sin and you're standing on it. And of course, because you have taken the right decisions, God will definitely touch his heart and is going to bring him back to you. Now, this is going to be my general counsel to everybody. That man out there, that woman out there, both of you, you are still indulging in watching pornography. I'm going to be taking um, a topic very soon. All right. I'm going to be taking a talk very soon. I'm going to explain all of this again. The evil dimensions of this sexual perversiveness and all that. But I want you to know that this is, this is actually a sin. And his wickedness before the Lord. You know what's called Sodomy? Sodomy, what they used to do in Sodom and Gomorrah? All right, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about this in the next coming weeks. But please, I want you to know if you are doing it, stop it. Stop watching pornography. Stop watching it as a couple. Stop, stop watching it as an individual. It is wrong. It won't help your marriage to grow. It will only destroy because you won't have passion for each other anymore. In the long run, you discover that whatever sexual life you are having is courtesy of these agents. And so if they are not there, you don't have passion for each other. And that can really be very counterproductive. God bless you. Let's leave it here because of time. We can you can always private chat me if you're not if you need more or from this um council. God bless you. You might also want to contact me in case you're having access to this uh, podcast for the first time. My WhatsApp number is Plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight, and we will get back to you. All right. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow is Saturday, and on Sunday I'm going to be talking to couples about sex, and of course I have a very good topic for the singles. God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget: if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Don't also forget: marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great weekend ahead. Bye.